It's Monday, November 28th, and time again for another episode of Here's to Your Health. This is Dr. Jerry Tolbert. I'm a board-certified family physician practicing in northern Kentucky. And for those of you who have been listening to the podcast, I had a week off for the holiday season. Now I'm back and hoping to bring some educational podcasts through this week, uh, take a little bit of a change from uh, what we've been doing over the last few weeks, and turn it into a little bit more of a, a health topics for this week in hopes that uh, some of these will spur some more questions so that I can get back to some of my myth-busting, which is really what I enjoy uh, out of this podcast. Today, though, what we're going to talk about is something that is very near and dear to my heart because it's the model that I'm using to build uh, my practice, which will hopefully be going live in January, and that is direct medicine. Some of you may have heard of direct medicine. Some of you may have heard of something called concierge medicine. And there is some overlap between the two. But the bottom line is that direct medicine is simply a return to the way things used to be before insurance companies got involved. There are a lot of regulations and a lot of, of for lack of a better way to put it, red tape that go into taking care of patients that sometimes can interfere with good patient care. Direct medicine is a way to get around that. Essentially, the broader definition of direct medicine is a contract between the patient and the physician where the patient agrees to pay a flat fee in order to obtain the physician's services. It's different than insurance in that most of the time this is for a retained physician, just like you would retain a lawyer, uh, that you can have access to at any point. It follows along with a lot of the patient-centered medical home guidelines, the PCMH, which many of you may have heard of, or some of you may not have, wherein a patient can access the physician by email or by phone, in our case, even by text message, and eliminates a lot of the barriers to care that exist in the traditional, or what we are now calling the traditional practice model, where physicians take payment from the insurance and the, the patient has to pay the insurance that uh, fee as well as paying the physician an extra copay and other additional fees as they go along. Now, with direct medicine, there are a lot of different models underneath that heading, and the one that we have chosen is a direct fee-for-service model billed in arrears, meaning that you pay at the end of the month after you've had your month of service, and you pay a flat fee. In our case, it's $75 a month for an individual, $100 and $20 a month for a couple, or $150 a month for a family of four or more. These fees essentially get you unlimited access to your physician. You can get appointments on the day that you want them, even at the time that you want them. There are arrangements made for house calls in cases of emergency or even calls to work or to wherever you may be. We will see you in the hospital without charging an extra hospital fee. You have access to your physician by phone, by email, by text message at any point. And it allows us the freedom to manage your care as a patient in a more comprehensive way. For example, if you have multiple chronic conditions, let's say diabetes and high blood pressure, and you are consistently seeing your physician in the traditional, quote-unquote, traditional practice model, you may see your physician for 15 minutes every month, every two months, every three months. 
so that you can go over the lists of blood pressures or the lists of blood sugars that you've been keeping track of over time. Rarely in that model does a physician have time outside of clinic time to go over those numbers or to go over those things with you and to actually spend the time plotting out what those numbers really mean. With the direct medicine system, not only do you get 30-minute visits or one-hour-long visits if you need them, but those numbers that you're, you're collecting can now be transmitted to the physician directly, electronically, or by paper, however you're most comfortable. And rather than spending 15 minutes every month, if the numbers look good, let's say you check your blood sugars twice a day and they look great, uh, at the end of, of three months, you're not having any complications, you feel great, then we may say, okay, and let's give you another two to three months, we'll keep tracking those blood sugars, we'll make sure that your medications are working okay, we'll make sure that you're not having problems. And on an individual basis, you can then decide how often you need to come in or to what extent we need to be managing your health on a micro level. That's not to say that you can skate by without ever having to see the physician. Instead, it's a more constant contact with the physician, allowing for a better continuum of care rather than these snippets or snacks of, of care, if you will, that you're getting in, the, in this quote-unquote traditional model. I see you for 15 minutes every three months, or I can communicate with you on a daily basis if need be to determine how to modify the, the treatment regimen that, that we are both working toward. It's a, it's a very subtle uh, change, but it means a lot to quality of healthcare and gets you much closer to that patient-centered medical home idea. Now, questions you may be asking, does this mean that everything's covered under that $75. Everything that, that I do as a physician will be covered. So any procedures that you have done, any office visits, any phone calls, any text messages, emails, hospital visits, home visits, all of that is covered under that $75. Things like laboratory tests or imaging tests, things like CT scans or x-rays, trips to the hospital, trips to the emergency room, visits to specialists, all of those are going to be covered under your regular insurance. So that does mean that you have to have some form of regular insurance. But what most people in these direct medicine systems suggest is a high deductible insurance plan, meaning that you have more money that you pay out of pocket up front before the insurance kicks in, but you pay less in premiums throughout the year. You can also use things like a flexible spending account or a health savings account to pay for these healthcare costs both for the direct medicine for the physician fee for my $75 a month or for any of the lab tests or other things that you're having done. One of the other arguments against direct medicine, and this is something that is sometimes a very fine line to walk, is that most direct medicine practices, because there's such a depth of care and breadth of care, will limit the number of patients that they take. And in, in most cases, that is a, a a somewhat of a requirement for direct medicine to be fully functional. For To be able to offer a 30-minute or an hour-long visit, you have to have a small enough patient base that somebody doesn't need to be seen every 15 minutes in order to make up for those numbers. Now, there are two different sides to that argument. One side is that, well, you're taking care of fewer people. That means more people without a primary care physician, and so you're worsening that burden on the primary care system. That argument is in some ways valid, but in other ways could be accounted for by different methods, depending on how each physician interprets 
their mandate to care for individuals in the community. In my case, one of the things that I would love to be able to do is take the earnings that I make, my personal income, and put that back into opening a uh, free clinic here in the Northern Kentucky area, something I'm very interested in doing, and eventually is my goal, whether this practice works or not. But each physician has to decide how they're going to compensate for that decrease in the total number of patients that they're caring for. You know, in most cases, family physicians are seeing 3,500 patients each. You know, 2,500 to 3,500 is the average per physician. In our practice, we are limiting ourselves to only 900 patients each. So that is a big drop-off. But the exchange is you get better care. And that's the second argument. The other side of this argument is that how good is the care that you're getting in 15 minutes when you have multiple chronic conditions as compared to what you would get if you had an hour uh, or even 30 minutes? There really is a balance that has to be struck. Family medicine has to decide, are we going to provide quality care for our patients or are we going to provide care for everyone? Um, Because it's very difficult to have both in a system of limited resources. It's important that we provide quality care as best as we can, even in the limited system, but you're going to provide much better comprehensive care in a system where you don't have to see a patient every 10 minutes in order to make quota for the business people. So direct medicine is a return to sort of what things were before uh, insurance companies got involved. It's a patient and physician coming into contract where the patient agrees to pay for the physician services. The physician agrees to take care of the patient no matter where they go, no matter what happens to them. Sort of like it used to be uh, back even before family practice. You know, family medicine is a young specialty. Uh, It originated in the 1960s uh, here in Kentucky, as a matter of fact. And as a specialty, that makes it fairly young. But before the days of family medicine, the original uh, general practice specialty, which was much the same as far as breadth of service, uh, with a little bit difference in training, filled that niche and allowed patients to see their physician for, you know, whatever fee they were able to provide. You know, in the old days, it may be for foodstuffs or for services like carpentry or or construction, but it was a contractual agreement that, you know what, I'm going to take care of you no matter what happens, and, you know, the payment model isn't as important as the fact that we have this relationship now. It's not just a business relationship. It is more importantly a patient-physician relationship, a relationship of a caretaker for someone who has a need. And it puts a lot more focus on that relationship than traditional practice where you're seeing someone for 10 minutes every six months or every year, and it takes two hours for them to get from the waiting room back into the exam room to to talk to you, and it takes three months to get an appointment. Instead, we take a manageable number of patients. We take a manageable amount of time and money, and we put those together in a system where everyone benefits. If you have questions about direct medicine, if you have questions about my practice in particular, feel free to drop me an email at gtolbert at totalaccessphysicians, all one word, dot com. And I'll put that in the liner notes. You can feel free to also visit our website for our practice at tap nky.com that's tap nky.com standing for total access physicians northern kentucky there are a few 
areas there on that page that do talk about direct medicine and about our practice specifically and how we're interpreting the direct medicine uh, idea. Again, this is Dr. Jerry Tolbert, and here's to your health. The contents of this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Uh, the physicians involved do not in any way guarantee or warrant the accuracy, completeness, or usefulness of any of the messages presented herein and will not be responsible for any of the content of any message. For all medical questions, always consult your personal physician for any specific medical advice.